0: Is
1: this band? Nerds, the best band on earth. Not a fan.
0: Hey, <laughs> am I supposed hey. to talk now or can I not talk now?
2: You could talk whenever you want, bruh. It's uh <laughs> Page Avenue Crew podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Ryan, and that dude with the voice that already I'm, made his. I'm Porter. What the fuck's your name? Porter. Where the fuck are you from?
0: Uh, Southern Alabama.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: Tight. Anything else or uh... cool later?
2: <laughs> cool podcart. <laughs> Great podcast. <laughs> want to go ahead and wrap this up or yeah no this
1: has been fun thanks so much yeah. <laughs> you're in alabama right <laughs> like you're there right now right
0: currently
2: that's where you're from right
0: that is also true yes ah.
2: so porter mcknight is our friend the bass player of a you you may know that band i've heard of them if you're a fan of our band you almost definitely know that band yeah
0: oh yeah we're friends you know like if you're your friends are our friends
2: yeah dude you know on our discord there's actually like uh Emojis and shit, custom emojis that fans made Mm -hmm. that say "atreyu chat." So if like, that's cute. There's a conversation about you guys because you are apparently one of their favorite bands on that Discord.
0: That is awesome. I didn't know that. We should make one of uh, us on your Discord or one of y'all on our Discord.
2: Dude, you have hundreds of fans throughout the world. (laughs) You need to know at least minimum, (laughs) at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, we could go anywhere and play to three people and like anywhere.
2: Anywhere you want.
0: Anywhere I want. Yo, really quick before we go any
2: further. Obviously, the rest of our band isn't here. Uh, We should acknowledge that to uh, anyone who's like, why aren't those guys talking? Dan and Josh are in Mexico doing drugs uh, probably right now. I love that. They're probably really drunk or on drugs or both. And it's just you. It's just the three of us. Cool. That's all. Continue.
1: Yeah, the most important people. Well, I mean, now that they're not
0: here, you guys are my favorite ones anyway. (laughs) Nice. Well, it all
2: works
1: out. Dude, so, hey, so you grew up in Alabama? Because I'm just asking because I I know some years back you were in Europe
0: Um, I was. Yeah. And I just, I remember. Do you want a brief, do you want a brief life history? I would love that. All right. Born and raised in Southern Alabama. Moved to Orange, California. So Southern California, Orange County, city of Orange. Went to college um, for graphic design and to play soccer. Ended up quitting playing soccer because they were a bunch of assholes and all-stars which led me to be like, hey, Maul, send me my bass out here to California. (laughs) And I started a band with one of my friends. So I lived there for 15 years. Joined Atreyu in 2004. I played in a band that was friends with uh, all the Atreyu guys, and they actually, a couple of them went to high school together. And yeah, so 2016? Yeah, 2016, I moved to Germany. I lived there for two years, uh, I lived there with my now wife Julia McKnight, and actually today my wife. got him. <laughs> nice one, nice one. <laughs> well done. I love that you went. Got him.
2: We are children.
0: <laughs> um, it's I. I appreciate that. It is our third wedding anniversary today. Oh. Nice. As well. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy we made, anniversary. We made pancakes. To, thank you. We made pancakes together this morning and picked <laughs> blueberries in the rain. It was great. Um, and. Then, so, yeah, I lived there for two years. We lived there together. We got married three years ago today. And then at the beginning of 2019, we moved back here into southern Alabama. Whoa. To my familial home that my grandfather built in 1937, Dude, so old for America,
1: not, so you're, not for Germany. you're living in your grandpa's house? So, like, you went to this house growing up and,
0: and all that? Yeah. Dude, that's wild. Yeah, we lived here for, like, four years um, in high school, more or less. And that was it before that, you know, whenever when they had passed on, um, we, we moved in here. So it's just been pretty much my mom for the last however many years. And when you know we were living in Germany and we wanted to move to the States, we almost moved to California and that fell through. And our kind of forever plan was to come back here and plant a root like this is my family's home. This is our space. We have 150 acres of farmland that way behind us. Well, uh, I guess you're not watching this on the podcast, but uh, over there. Uh, My aunt lives on the same property in a house that was built in 1906 with timber that fell on the 1904 hurricane. Uh, So it's pretty cool. This was all, this house was all built with, with, you know, heart pine from our land. So anyways, I kind of got distracted there. We decided to move here and currently my mom is still here, but we wanted to go ahead and be here and plant our root as a family. Like my wife and I here And also be around my mom, who is, you know, she's 78, almost 79 years old. Um, I don't have the same stigma that a lot of humans, especially in the West have, where like, uh, you can't hack it, you're moving back with your parents. Like, we could have moved anywhere, we could have chosen to be anywhere. But like, I want to keep our family history going. And I want to plant a root in this place. We live in a wonderful, wonderful community. And we want to be a part of that. And i want to spend time with my mother before she passes, you know? And I want, if, if we procreate, I want my children to be with her as well, as long as I can, as it can, you know, we wanted to be here when my mom was healthy and be here in case she got sick. And turns out 2020, she got uh, diagnosed with the big C. So I'm glad we were here. Oh, oh man. It's uh, she's doing really, really well. Just so you know, uh, just to awesome lighten the mood after that one. But no, it's like, if we weren't here, I don't know what she would have done. If we, Julia and myself weren't here, like, I had to go to California to do band stuff in the fall when all the stuff was going down. Jesus. So Julie was here and did everything, and drove my mom everywhere, and did everything, and like so, it was uh, fucking awesome to be here, man. Yeah, like I love this house, I love this place, I love living in Southern Alabama. Um, you know, I don't maybe align with all the beliefs of what you would expect of people to be in <laughs> yeah. Southern Alabama, but uh, it's a little utopia here. We're ten minutes from the water, thirty minutes from the Gulf. Um, Dude, it's fucking great, man. That's dude, tight. hold up. So you have a. I just rambled for a long time. Sorry. No, 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 dude. So <laughs> sorry.
1: No, so, so so the house, your grandpa's house that you're in right now is on a hundred. You have 150 acres. Yes. you're like you're you're like living my dream. Just so you know, like just so you know, like my end my <laughs> well, en, my fucking end goal is to have a spot with hundreds of acres and just have like my fucking complex. You know, like my setup.
0: Well, as as of now, I would say about 130 of it is farmland. We are going to push back from where we are. Mm -hmm. We're on about five acres here. Um, We're going to push back a little bit so we have a little bit more room to ourselves. And eventually, I think we want to do a lot of incredible things with that. Everything around us uh, is turning into subdivisions or selling off for this and that and the other. And I have plans to build this out to be something that enriches the community, some sort of helps with the arts, helps with creativity and it becomes like a hub for that. That's long-term goals. Dude, know? I but, love that.
1: Uh, I love that.
0: So my, my point with that is it's not like 100 acres of like forest land that I can just go romp around in. It's currently yeah. peanuts.
2: That's all right. That's
0: that's that's more than <laughs> that's, we have.
2: Yeah, we don't it's have.
0: It's still delightful.
2: Ah, uh, acre, let alone 180 yeah, yeah. acres.
1: Dude, I I have these like crazy fantasies where I'm just, okay, this is like, a, I could just talk about this for 20 minutes. I'm going to try to condense it to like a minute. Uh, go on. I've talked about this before um, Most days I like wake up I'm just like fucking so pumped to attack today I love my band, I love my photography I'm just like fucking go 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 But then there's like every once in a while I have that day where I'm just like I'm so tired of The grind, I just want to like Make shit for people like Furniture or whatever and like live In a small town somewhere And just have lots of land And just like for real, and then I saw Shit's Creek I was like I want to live in fucking shitts Creek I swear to god uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> not really but well you can do both though
1: yeah yeah yeah. that's i mean that's my life but um i i eventually want to wind up in a, like a really small community where everyone knows each other and i have a bunch of land and i have like this huge fucking eight thousand foot garden and like chickens and shit and like a recording studio and half pipes and uh a mountain bike track and like Trails, like I have this whole idea of what I want to wind up and you're like way closer to that than I am right now. So that's awesome.
0: I just feel like that goal is very attainable for you and where, especially with where y'all live. Yeah, but the problem- You know, you could be 40 minutes out away from where you are. Yeah, but here's the problem. And still be accessible to all the, you know, town and friends and band. Yeah, and uh this sounds, there's no
1: way to get around this sounding just horrific. Small towns in Missouri and in the Midwest- aren't really like small towns on like the East coast or West coast or probably where you're at. Like if you go out,
2: everybody's fucking racist.
1: It's there's that. And there's like meth labs and there's like, you know what I'm saying? Um, like I live in a town that's super red and I'm like, as opposite of that as a human can be. And I don't fucking care. I get along with everybody. Like I have neighbors that are straight up fucking Trump supporters. I give two shits. I'm just like, Hey, if my kid was playing in the street, you would run and rescue my kid if a car was coming, you know, and I get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's great, you know, but um, as far as like raising kids, that does factor in if you're just like out in the middle in the in like a meth town in the middle of fucking Missouri, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's something you could find. We uh, a couple weeks ago flew into Springfield mm-hmm. and were went and filmed on farmland in the middle of nowhere in Springfield. Missouri or, awesome.
1: Missouri or Illinois? Mis-
0: Missouri. Oh, oh whoa. Oh, that's cool. We were actually like real close to y'all. If I had time, I would have been like, what up? But we didn't. Oh, well. Yes. it's Like film shoot life. I'm just saying that that shit was so gorgeous and I'm sure there's yep. land for sale out there.
1: Yeah. There's that in Columbia actually for people that are familiar with Missouri that are listening. There's a, there's a, about a hundred miles from here, a little town called Columbia. That's actually like super fucking dope university you know? town. There you go. Yeah. It's actually, nice. it's actually like really that awesome. Knows. Like I've, I thought about it the last couple of years. I was like, that, that'd that be a pretty cool spot, you know?
2: But- Dude, there's this, uh, I don't know if you've heard this or not, this Aziz Ansari bit from his first, um, like his first big stand-up thing about- um, I don't think I have, but go on. It, I just, I I probably said this to you last time I was on a podcast with you about your wife being from Germany and moving to the South, you know, coming here. Maybe <laughs> I talked to you about this in my living room, but the bit is like, Somebody he met came to the United States like on a work visa or whatever. There was like an underserved area in a particular industry and they're like – the joke is like, yeah, 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 you can come to America. Come on, come on, come on, but you got to go to Alabama. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like when a chick's like, yeah, yeah, you can see me naked. You can see me naked, but you can only see my elbow, and my elbow is racist.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I like that bit. Um, but I, I see you
1: know, as a dude that could just kind of get along with anybody, and I fucking love that, you
0: know? I feel like the world needs yeah, that's, less. That's kind of how we have to be down here, you know? And on, honestly, like we moved back in 2019, the band toured a fuck ton. So mm-hmm. we were never here. And then there was this thing that happened last year. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, so like, I couldn't really go anywhere. Um, so honestly, I don't know what life looks like with friends here. Like we've yeah. just been lucky to be on this kind of middle of nowhere, a little utopia. But uh, I, I don't know what it's like to interact. We live in this little pocket of intelligence that I like to call. <laughs> it was kind of has like all these different little European settlements. And there's a lot of arts and culture in this area. So it's not like if you drive an hour north, it's exactly what you guys are talking about in your neck it, of the woods.
1: But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: So honestly, I, I you're totally right. I can get along with anybody. And I think there are enough of, quote unquote, our people around here mm-hmm. that you can be friends with them. You see someone with colorful hair and some tattoos, you're like, you're wearing a black shirt too. I'm wearing a black, are we friends? Is this <laughs> yeah, automatic yeah, here? Yeah. Cause, yeah. But it's fun. There's a, there's this
1: weird thing that like, um, I spent a lot of years of my life being like really politically aware and politically, politically like active and outspoken. And I felt like I was doing my civic duty and my duty to humanity. And I still do largely, but, um, living where I live, I come into contact with a lot of people who have the complete different value system and political ideology as I do. Right. But this weird thing started happening. I started realizing it's like, if you leave all the politics out of it and just talk to people, almost everyone mm-hmm. is awesome. And almost everyone mm-hmm. are good fucking people. And there's this, I pick up my, I, my son and I, uh, we ride bikes to school every day. I ride with them. Then I ride my bike back home every day, every day. So I, I hang out. There's this other dad that's always kind of there. And dude, like if you saw this guy, he, he, he wears like NASCAR shirts and shit has like the Oakley's like the wraparound (laughs) Oakley's and stuff, you know, and
0: love it. uh, uh, I know it.
1: Well, yeah. Like big Trump signs in his, on his uh, truck and like in his front yard and all that stuff. I would rather talk to this dude than like some of the, like the lefty people I know that are just like always doom and gloom. Something's always wrong. The world fucking sucks. They're always crabby and shit. Uh, we might have the same political ideology, but like, this dude's always happy. He's always joking around. He like whatever he does for his job has like a blue collar job, whatever. Always chill. And I'm just like, I've had I've had moment after moment after moment after moment where I'm just like, I would way rather talk to this guy, this fucking NASCAR fan, than some yeah. pissed off crabby person, you know?
0: And I think I think we I, let I, a lot of uh, red team or blue team consume us, huh? Fuck
1: yeah, dude. You, you you get out of that shit and you just, like, make decisions based on what's best for the community and your family and your fellow human and get the gang shit out, get the red and blue gang shit out. And the world is a lot more vivid. Colors are brighter and everyone – most people are just fucking mm-hmm. great, you know? I don't know. I had yeah. that realization last couple of years and having kids really changes that too where you just, like – you start to see people, like, not by their political – ideology and you start just to see them as people. And she's like, fuck, everyone's got a battle. They're fighting. Everyone has, mm-hmm. I don't know. People are fucking lovely and great for the most part, you know? And we're taught to believe they're not, you know, I'll get off my soapbox. Sorry. I, I
0: No, no, I, 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 I'm on that page too. You know, mm-hmm. I live in a sea of red, but I don't see it as that. And I just see humans and I like to connect to humans. That's one of the things that brings me joy in this life is connecting to the root of the human being, and trying to like uplift and or inspire them to be a better version of themselves. Um, That's kind of, if I had a goal, it would be that, you know what I mean? God damn. Right. I I enjoy just just talking to humans and something out of left field here, but something that's really helped me with that. And has really like blown my mind is Twitch um, and starting a Twitch channel and getting to connect to all of these people and just being blown away by the kindness of man. Like, some of the comments that the people in our Twitch community say and some of the ways we interact with each other, it's just, it's, it's fucking beautiful, man. And like this last year where you couldn't really be with anyone or do any of our jobs or anything that was normal, right. uh, it was a really nice way to connect to people. And it's really like, it's lifted my, my spirits in, in these, in these times, these the alone times, you know?
2: That's beautiful, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. So speaking of Twitch, um, I know your band are you, are you talking specifically about your band's Twitch or do you have your own channel as well?
0: No, that's that's new. I'm talking about my own channel. I started a channel in December. Um, brief history of that. Like, I had no fucking idea what Twitch was. Uh, I knew, like, Matt Hafey from Trivium at did. It. I was like, that's cool, man. That seems fun, like, playing games and stuff. And then uh, our uh, singer, Brandon, started one in March of a year ago. And he was like, it's so much fun. It's such a great community, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to just... Play a fucking acoustic guitar and sing them. Like, I doesn't sound fun. He's like, "Oh, you can play games." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, sure." So time goes on. He t- he keeps talking about how awesome it is. And I have another friend who watches Twitch often while working. He's like, "Dude, you'd be awesome for Twitch." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, like I mean, I mean you you have music, you love photography, you do graphic design, you like all this stuff. You have interesting conversation." I was like, "You play video games?" I'm like, "I guess." He's like, "I'd watch it." I'm like, "Okay." So it kind of planted another seed um, of like. Okay, is that something I want to do? And so in like November, my wife and I decided, like, let's both just fucking do it. And I hate being on camera. Loathe it. I don't like talking. I don't I like talking in this in this forum where it's just like people I enjoy having a good conversation. I don't love being on the spotlight. I don't love like Hey, check me out, etc. Uh, et cetera,
2: which is probably weird for a lot of people to hear considering you're in a band that plays on giant stages in
0: front of giant crowds of people.
1: I don't like being on camera either, dude. Yeah. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Well, you you, you, you like being behind the camera. Same as me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so like I, we decided to do it and you know, my wife started a little bit before I did and she's fantastic at it. Um, she's a really, really kind person. Uh, also side note, quick side note, shout out to Jill as well. Uh, Adam, your wife um you know her name uh my wife. <laughs> um, she helped my wife with like a raccoon situation we had all these babies fall out of a tree yeah and she's just wonderful and julia really enjoys uh the connection and you guys are always so wonderful and hospitable we're wearing your neck of the woods and you're awesome so just wanted to say the that. feeling is Thanks.
2: mutual from both of us from uh from me and
0: my wife
2: well done <laughs> I'm proud Thanks. Of
0: you. all right so uh i was like fuck it let's just do twitch So we started doing it and, um, you know, that at first there was an anxiety of just like being on camera and like, what the fuck do I do? How do I, whatever. And that kind of like, it helped me become a better human being to like, get over that constantly. Right. Cause fuck fear. Why am I going to live in that? Why am I going to be afraid of myself or anything? Or like, um, especially when I'm coming to it from a positive way, you know, your beard is scary. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I am scary with a shaved head and a beard and all black and Doc Martens. I get it.
2: Fuck um, all fear, except the fear of your beard. <laughs> fear Respect beard. that fear.
0: <laughs> so like it made So I, I wanted to do, you know, art on there. So we would design t-shirts. And in the past I've like anything I've designed, I'm the guy in the corner. Like, you no, know, you can't see it till it's done. And I hide every, every aspect of what I do. Right. Right. And like, I do a lot of, I did a lot of drawing stuff that I never showed fucking anyone ever besides like my wife or maybe Brandon, a couple friends. And eventually I was like, fuck it, I'm going to draw on there. And they loved it and they encouraged me. And so they were like, we we have streams where I let them vote on what they want to do and they voted for me to draw. So it's making me a better human, a better communicator, more comfortable in my own skin, making me a better artist. And like I said earlier, the community is just supremely uplifting and it's fun to be a part of. I really fucking look forward to it. Dude, that's dope. Okay, so I don't really know. I've never,
1: no, I've never like been on Twitch or anything. So, are you just? Uh, uh, forgive me if this is like a really remedial, stupid, fucking question, but like, are hard. you just like, are you just like posting final drawings? Are you literally just sitting in a room drawing with like a, like fly on the wall kind of thing?
0: So, before the band stuff started, which in two hours and fifteen minutes I have a band stream, my first one where I have to play music and sing in front of people, and I'm terrified. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, <laughs> before that, I would do Monday night game night. So we'd play games together. I'd play games like, you know, Witcher 3, Cyberpunk, World of Warcraft, like whatever. And sometimes we'd play with each other with like Jackbox and Among Us or all these co-op games that we can play together on stream. Wednesdays are art Wednesdays. So I'll just kind of do whatever art sort of stuff I feel like. So whether that's, let's design a T-shirt. Actually, this fucking T-shirt I'm wearing right now, we designed together. You guys can't see it on the nice. podcast, but uh, we designed that together. It's pretty cool. And so with the drawing, I just have my iPad connected to the Streamlabs OBS, Oh, uh, it. it out to the world. I, I get it. And they can see live what I'm drawing. Or if I'm drawing in the physical realm, I have a camera, like an overhead camera, that they can see as well as the front camera. Um, and then like Friday, I'll let the I would let the have a viewer's choice. I let them choose via poll what they want to do. And then Saturday has become. Something I also started uh, in February of this year is Dungeons & Dragons, which is so fucking fun. Dude. I just never had gone there, and it's the best fucking... It's like the best video game you've ever played mixed with the best book you've ever read, and then you you mesh those. It's so much fun. You
2: so played fun. for the first time, or you've streamed it for the first time?
0: I played for the first time in February, and now wow. with with some friends in Scotland on, on um, Google Meet. And then we started... People in the stream were interested, and so we started one... On the stream, so I have people that are part of my stream get together every Saturday and we play.
1: Holy shit, dude! So that's it's cool. So four days a week you're on there, is that right? Do yeah. I do? My, yeah, I mean, okay. that, you don't have to do that. Many, yeah, yeah, many
0: as well. We just well, like
1: it, dude. I just that's such uh that's so impressive to me because that sounds. I mean, that's like a full time job, right? Because yeah, I mean, you have to planch it out, prep stuff. I mean, it's a, a lot of work goes into it and a lot of time. Yeah, you know.
0: Um, Yeah, But like I said, you're, I'm enriched by it. I'm not making mega bucks from it. I think I could, if I put more effort and time into it, Yeah, but I just like it. And I'm so fucking busy with, I mean, I have a a design job full time, more than full time Mm -hmm. and the band and, you know, trying to be a good husband Mm -hmm. uh, and a good son and a good, you know, dog father uh, and all of those things that like those times when I go on Twitch, it's like, oh, I could just play games with some friends for a couple hours. Nice. Oh, I actually get to draw and do things that I want to do for this time. And it's nice for them to be there. Like someone someone like you, Ryan, like you could literally just go on and like, hey guys, I'm just going to fucking record some riffs today. And you just do it while they're watching and hang out. <laughs> and sometimes yeah, you could tune into chat and you could be like, hey guys, I'm going to fucking do some pull-ups for three hours today. <laughs> or hey guys, I'm going to like take apart my fucking bike and reassemble yeah, yeah. it and you guys can watch me do it. Like, you could do that, and people could interact, and it builds your you, both of you. Uh, and this is not just limited to Ryan's uh, interests and hobbies. It's building not only me as a human being and making me better at all of those things I'm doing. It's enriching a community and their lives and our lives as a, as a whole together. And also, it does good things for my band to be accessible. Yeah. For me as now a singer in this band, to be like... Someone that that people can meet and talk to and connect with and feel like they're a part of something more like I've made genuine friends. I, there's friends that are on this Twitch stream that like people that I've met on tour, you know, with like a meet and greet or just randomly that I always liked. But now, like, I know their personality, I know their character and they're fucking awesome. There's so many new people that I'm really looking forward to hanging out with in person because they're just good human beings. It's a really fucking yeah. cool experience.
1: Dude, what a gift over fucking 2020 and being corn. I mean, God, dude, it what really a gift. Was.
2: And dude, it like, really you're, you're providing something so valuable aside from fans of your band just seeing more of you, the the kind of like fly on the wall aspect of a creative person's process is so valuable. You know, so rather than, like you said, hoarding something until you're done, you're showing behind the yeah. scenes and it's not a passive viewing experience like putting up a a time lapse or a tutorial on YouTube. It's a real time thing. So that's amazing. Yeah, And then you get to do things like you said that before may have been like a guilty use of time, you know, like, fuck, I should be maybe like hanging out or doing this instead, blah, blah, blah. You're then being able to do that in a way that is not only like a potential little income stream, but it's also, like you said, enriching your fan base. It's good for, it's good for everything that you do. So it's not like, Oh fuck, did I just waste six hours playing video games? It's like, no, I interacted with all my fans and made a few bucks, and they're stoked about me and my band.
1: Dude, also... And
0: I got to play games. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you got to play games.
1: Uh, Also, like, let's... Even to get, I guess for lack of a better word, like, to get dumber about it, dude, if you're a fan, that's fucking awesome, you know? Like, that's how I think about it. Like, okay, uh, say I'm 17-year-old Ryan. Like, I used to love Limp Bizkit, right? Mm -hmm. We all had our Mm -hmm. new metal, like, Limp Bizkit, Deftones, Mm Corn, Like, and I know Fred Durst drew yeah, the album he drew he drew the album cover for a three dollar bill I read. Yeah, yeah. So huh. imagine imagine being seventeen year old Adam and you could like fire up your computer and watch Fred Durst draw the album cover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the access, like teenage 20 year old 30 year old whatever version of me my head would fucking explode watching some of these people like jack watch jack white in the studio watch billy corgan with the pumpkins record siamese dream i mean i literally would lose yeah. my fucking mind Dude, i would like, never leave my bedroom yeah. your like, whole never. thing
2: your your youtube channel that you almost started <laughs> yeah should yeah. probably just be twitch well see i you don't have to do shit but just get on there and yeah. do it. people ask but you me
0: can about- also record each of your streams and then upload them to youtube so it's both yeah. yeah, yeah, but you People, don't have to spend the fucking time sitting there editing. Like posting that's the thing. on Instagram, creating a YouTube video, posting on Twitter—that's nightmare fuel for me. Let's dude, be clear, dude. I dude. hate social media and interacting with it. It's yeah. just—it just does not come naturally to me. I appreciate what it does and the connectivity and all that shit. And that being said, yeah, Twitch is so fucking easy and so much fun,
1: dude. Uh, if, okay. I got to choose my words carefully. All the thoughts are happening. Uh, So I started a YouTube channel. That was going to be my quarantine project, right? I was like, I'm going to make this YouTube channel the shit I wish existed when I was discovering how to play the guitar and be a creative person. Mm -hmm. So my idea was like, I'm going to make this. It's going to be bigger than just like, here's a E scale. Here's a B minor chord. It's like the philosophies on being a creative, living a creative life. and, And we'll also play the guitar and shit too. I was super mm-hmm. p- pumped about it. I spent a couple months like really planning it and everything. And then I made a couple episodes and I was like, this is a fucking 60-hour a week job. I can't fucking do this. Yeah. You know? Like no. it really it's like I, you know, I have a photography stuff I do on the side. Uh I'm a parent. My kids are my fucking life. And on top of that, yeah. it's like I really felt like my time was better spent getting a new story of the year record written and out. So after covid we could go tour and like really blow our fucking band up like we've never done it before so uh you said the word time time is like the ultimate currency it's like i'd rather have fucking a million seconds than a million fucking dollars any day of the any day like it time is everything to me and i was so passionate about this channel but it's just time dude it's so it's so much time it's so much of a time investment but this alleviates that yeah, yeah, totally. I, I'm just the, you Adam, know you uh, have a
0: stream every night, but when your kids are in, in bed, not yeah. every night, but three nights a week, and yeah. you can scratch all the itches you set in the, in the inspiration for it and everything you wanted to accomplish, you can yeah. do that on Twitch, and you can do it live, and you can do it involving the people that are there to give a shit about it. And then yeah. once you're done, it's done. And that's
1: cause, and that's the because yeah, this the whole reason I'm like spazzing out on this hard is because I thought about that. It's like this should definitely be a fucking Twitch thing instead of a YouTube thing, and it's. You, the interaction thing, all right? I love people. I'll If a dude knocked on the door, a random stranger right now, I'd fucking talk to him. I love people. But I have this weird, it's almost a phobia. Uh, not a phobia, but like I have this innate reactionary uh I just fucking hate talking to people on in comments. I hate replying to comments. I hate interacting over fucking Instagram. I fucking, I'm just not. It's
0: nothing it, like that on Twitch, just so you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. So, so the thought of like- no, I reading, get that though. I the thought-
0: Like, the, I get it. I, I'm on I, I fit, your same page.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, so just, I started my YouTube thing and out. I was just like, no, it's okay. It's just like, I, immediately I was like, dude, I can't sit on my computer or on my phone and just talk to people in the comment section of my YouTube channel. I just can't fucking do it. I'd rather- on I'd, YouTube. That's funny. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, I just I, I and I didn't really factor in I didn't really like factor in like how important like interaction is everything, you know? So mm-hmm. I think the Twitch thing makes way more sense cuz it's like a community that you're like fostering and it's like it's you know, it's your thing or whatever. Uh I just have this like call it a weakness, call it, it's like admittedly it's shitty for business, but like I post shit and I, my phone's gone. And so I I do the post and go shit. I rarely interact with people. I never scrolled through my feed. And then that's ultimately why I was like, I, I can't do this YouTube channel because to make that stuff successful, you have to interact with people. You have to talk to people. You have to like, you have to do that shit. And it, it's so not natural to me. And I just, I cannot get myself to care about it. And it's why I'm so sh- like, you can't be in a band or a creative person um, this day and age without at least one or two people in your band being great at that shit. Or at least have someone yeah. that you hire that's great at that shit. And I'm fucking terrible at it you know? So maybe Twitch does make a yeah. lot more sense, you know?
0: I think it would, man. Cause I'm, I'm in your exact same boat. Like to look at the in, the inbox in my Instagram is like the biggest anxiety hurdle I have to climb still. And it's <laughs> yeah. all nice people. It's all good things. Yeah, I yeah. just can't fucking do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I want to post I'm in your exact same boat, but Twitch, I look forward to every week. And, and you I have a discord as that that's parallel with your Twitch. Right. Yep. And I like going in there and talking to those people, even if it's just like a, Hello everyone. Good morning. I hope you have a fucking great day. Treat yourself to something tasty mm-hmm. later, and then like it, they're just, it's just so nice, man. Really yeah. Is.
1: The irony for me is I love like I love to post shit. Like here's a riff I'm working on. Here's a p- photo I'm really proud of. Here's just some shit I care about. Yeah, all your
0: content is great. So you
1: know. Oh well, thank you. I love. It's
0: enjoyable for me to watch your life. <laughs> you're you're like a you're like a weird creative fucking psychopath like you're like uh you're like a like how john feldman is you know how he goes how he yeah. just is like a caffeinated whirlwind that just can't fucking stop you have yeah. the same thing he does
1: yeah that's it's true cool to see <laughs> that's true but the irony is i love to put it out there but like i just i want to live my life as much as possible not on this fucking thing and you i hear you that's that's
2: my whole thing right there you know um, Dude, you, you do find a thing though. I I have felt the same way that you feel about the interacting thing so much for so long, but I finally started feeling different about it with my Star Wars podcast because it's like the thing, the dynamic with fans can be awkward when it's like everyone's coming to you with like, oh, tell me about this, about the thing you do that I'm a fan of. And it's it feels very one way, but when you find a more niche part of it, that mm-hmm. you connect on like yeah, yeah. so many of the big fans and listeners of our, uh, star Wars podcast are fans of story of the year and yellow card and Bayside, mm-hmm. but we vibe so much on this other thing that, that awkwardness is completely gone. Like this dude who, who started a, a podcast that became like the sister podcast to ours that we now have this network of two podcasts. I met him at a meet and greet or something at a show 15 years ago like when he was in high school and I gave him a beer and all this shit, he just Mm -hmm. told me the story like a few months ago. He was, he's always been a huge fan of our band, but we happened Mm -hmm. to just get along really well over social media through the podcast. And now we're super hella friends and we have a a podcast network together. Love it. So like, whether it's like the people who are super into like photography or playing guitar specifically, and you get that little community, like communicating with them doesn't seem like a waste on your phone. It's more like, I'm enjoying this. I'm connecting. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's just something, especially, I don't know. It's just something, like, it, you know I am with our fans in person. Like, I fucking love talking to our fans. I'll talk to anybody. I don't care who you are, where you come from, what your story is. Like, I love talking to people. But there's just something about doing it over an app on my phone that just, there's something about it
0: that I just, I, I feel like. I can never feel real I, it just I can never feel. It's, it's not even. Like. I can that. I feel just like have this instinct to, to run. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I,
1: I get that. I just have this. My every instinct just goes like, like this person's probably fucking fantastic, and they're following me, and they're supporting my band, and they're awesome. Uh, when I do like look at shit, it's always positive. It's great, but I always have something in my head going like, put this fucking stupid device down and go do something like in the real world. And it's nothing against yeah. our fans or any fans of me or like friends or family that might leave me. It's nothing personal. It's just the device. And it's just like living my life through a device. I just like, there's something about it that like every instinct I have says, this is not how you should live your life. It's fucking weird as that sounds. I don't know.
2: The downside is like the addiction to it. Like the psychological stuff that keeps you from doing other stuff. So like, yeah, that's fucking huge. Of course. Yeah.
1: It's just important to me that like story of the year fans or people that are like, like I don't get fucking stupid drama i don't get like nasty shit like from what i see uh so it's nothing personal against them right it's, right right i just want people to know that it's not like yeah
2: for sure yeah it's yeah. just
1: it's nothing against them it's just like whatever fault that's in my brain or whatever however i'm wired i just i'm just not one of those people that can sit there and just talk to people through an app like i'm just
0: not you know i think that's clear and even if you didn't have that explanation, <laughs> yeah. i think that, that would be clear i mean you know? yeah
2: To yeah. to fully clarify this to all fans it's the same way with with us as like friends, band members, the way you use your phone is very much like
1: like a fun- just, just like-
2: necessity only. And even then it's like, I want to use it even less. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's your vibe. So it's not, yeah, it's not exclusive to anyone. It's across the board.
1: Also, dude, like we can talk about this for hours, but there are literally billions of fucking dollars that go into like getting you on this for eight seconds longer. You know what I'm saying? Like... Your br- the human brain is no fucking match for the, the addictive qualities of these fucking devices. You know what I'm saying? It's Black Mirror, dude.
2: It's mm-hmm. real life.
1: Yeah. Um, but the Twitch thing is really intriguing to me because, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's a cool creative way to be a creative person in the modern world. And like, I don't know. I, I think it's like- I mean, like- you
0: probably have all the technology to do it now. For and sure. If not, you I'm I'm happy to help you. I'm sure William, you were speaking of yellow card. William Ryan Key, I think, isn't it Ryan Key, what's his name? Yep. Singer? Ryan Key,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: He he does Twitch, uh, and he mm-hmm. can help you. Like it's it's easier than you think, and it's really fucking fun. So give it a shot. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: I think that would be way better for the my make it scream channel than I, I just couldn't believe I was like I, I thought it would just be like I'll set up a camera, I'll do this shit in a fucking hour, blah blah, blah and then I start like lighting shit and I start I don't know, I just it's just
0: Nah, post process is as well as like, dude, it takes so fucking Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially since like the thing I care about is just the talking and, and like the philosophies on being of just like living a fucking creative life. And just the idea of editing video for six hours afterwards is just like, you know, yeah. What a fucking first world problem to have. And I apologize for sounding like a fucking baby, but (laughs) like, I don't know. Twitch is probably the we way to go our, then. We
0: all have our demons and we all have our things, man, and I fully get it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think I think we all in 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 our western world live in that sort of place for the most part. You know, we all have our things, we all have that. And I I think I think not to keep hammering it, but I think Twitch would be a healthy place for you to connect to people but yeah. also feel that creative itch and also feel like you're not wasting your time. Yeah. You're there, time. you're in, you're out. There's a little bit of prep work, you know, like it's once like once you get st- to get started, it takes a little bit of time and effort to like wrap your head around it. But mm-hmm. once you get the ball rolling, like it's easy to keep it rolling. It's easy yeah. to, to like like. Sometimes I show up to art string. I'm like, I don't know, man. If I can do, it on uh, an iPad today. Or you can let mm-hmm. them vote. Like if you're not, people love a poll. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah. Anyways, dude. Um. Re- last last thing we can we can move on. But uh. So like I just got back from Florida. I, I I was gone for nine days. Where'd you go? Blue Mountain It's in Fort Walton. Like Blue Mountain uh Okay. Blue Mountain Beach. Yeah. Sorry, it's this fucking super small like little area. But anyway, long story super fucking short. Whenever I go on vacations, whenever I do shit like that, like as soon as my car pulls in the driveway of the house, I turn my phone off and I don't turn it on again until I get back in the car to drive home, you know? And after a couple days, like two after like day two or day three You completely revert back to 1994 before any of this shit. And, like, you can just—you just
0: fucking feel better.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: I'm not sure. I I don't think I've done that. Dude. I don't think I've fully turned it off since, like, I don't know, 2012 when I went to fucking Africa or 2013 when I went to Africa. Dude. I'm not sure there's a time where I just had it fully off. Even there for, like, well, I got to have this on for photos.
1: Yeah, dude, I took, you know I, mean? I didn't like, take, I didn't take a single photo in nine days. I even left my camera at home, left my laptop at home. Uh, and I, I don't mean to be cool. like, I don't mean to be fucking preachy or be on my soapbox or anything, but like, if there's something I could recommend to most people, go fucking turn your phone off for nine days or however long you're gonna be gone. Seven days, whatever. Dude, after day two or day three, it doesn't take long. And it's, you're just calmer. You have your fucking heartbeat slower. You think hmm. like you just sit there, like you, you you're just sitting there, and you're just like, oh shit, like I'm just thinking, like almost, yes. like you know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. have here, people no, have, I do, people I do. have no fucking clue how to be bored anymore. No one has a goddamn no. any idea. No, you can't be bored. You can't like people can't even sit at a stoplight or at line in Starbucks without pulling out their fucking phone. I do the same goddamn shit. I want to sit here and pretend like I'm this fucking. Granola and fucking dude, that's free of all this shit. I'm not either. I can't fucking hardly sit at a stop sign. I'll grab my phone. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? I can't sit at a goddamn yeah. stoplight, you know. But after like two days, all that shit's purged from your system. You're not a fucking addict anymore. You're just a human, and it's fucking beautiful. Like it's amazing. I re- I, re- I recommend this shit. I'm gonna start doing it like fucking monthly. Like just take two or three days where this shit no, just I like, like
0: I you know I like that idea. I, I'm I'm gonna take that advice when I when I can. Um, I've been
1: doing it for years, but I'm. I'm That's why I'm
0: such a. That's why I'm such a big advocate for meditation. Oh, dude, because that is a a set time. I take twenty minutes twice a day, every day, Mm -hmm. to to think and to let Mm -hmm. my mind exist. You know what I mean? And it's kind Mm -hmm. of obviously what you did is is superior for the detoxing purposes. But I'm at least giving my mind that amount of time every day to just like not. You know, like, oh, what's, what's the weather? What's what's this person said? What <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. person said? Yeah. Oh, I feel the buzz on my my, my Apple Watch or whatever, yep. you know?
1: I um, do this shit every morning, dude. I do an hour, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. on my porch. Damn. I drink
2: two cups of coffee and I sit there and I literally do nothing. It'll change your fucking life, that. dude. Dude, the only thing, like that sounds fucking incredible to me because I always reference the two years where I didn't do social media at all. It was fucking incredible I while I wasn't in the band. And I mean- I can't act like I did it for any kind of like elevated reason because I was trying to be better. I was trying to avoid fucking star Wars spoilers, but, uh, it kept me off of Instagram and I just didn't go back. I literally deleted the app and it was fucking incredible. Um, but that was like, it was so effective that when I finally did get back to it, I think when I rejoined the band, maybe as soon as I opened it and started scrolling, I was like, I don't like this anymore. Like I, I knew it from a long enough time without it that I didn't fucking like it. So it it gave me a lot of perspective. All that being said, the, uh, the only thing that I, I would struggle with is not taking pictures, even though I don't take a lot really relative to like the average person on like a vacation or whatever. Like I don't take selfies ever my wife and I don't take pictures like that probably, you know, to her chagrin because I, it's just, I'm just not, I don't think to take a picture of myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nonetheless, oh, yeah, they're, they're taking pictures of stuff, I love having those actual memories because I'm old enough that my memory is shit. Yeah, I
0: hear you. And
2: I people mention stuff all the time, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I completely forgot that that event happened or that time in my life happened. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So even if it's a goddamn disposable camera, I feel like I would still want to bring something to capture.
1: I always you know bring, I mean? always bring my camera. Always. This is the first time I even left that at home. Yeah. You know,
2: it's like I just. I just want to like be, yeah. I just want to exist, <laughs> you know. I would almost like I do. Like I'm going to Florida next month for or August for my my brother-in-law's wedding. I kind of want to maybe get a like a decent point-and-shoot camera, and just take that and and try the uh, the no phone thing, dude. Do it. I highly highly recommend it. Um, let's talk. Can we talk about a Yeah, people, people are gonna get really people, mad at us yeah, <laughs> yeah. if we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so you guys have a new album that came out what three weeks ago at the time of this recording ish? Ish, yeah,
0: uh, June
2: fourth. Oh fuck, has it been that long already? God damn, dude. Can
0: yeah, I? Right? So,
1: so before we talk about like all the specific stuff and like all that, just as a dude, you know, like you, you, you do graphic design. You lived in Europe for two years. You have a wife. You have this fucking awesome setup in Alabama. You guys have been a band for so long, and then you know you've had periods of non activity like us. The idea of putting a new record out. Uh, I know your manager <laughs> pretty well. Uh, you guys are going to, you know, you're doing like a full U.S. tour. You're, like, does that stuff, do you hesitate with that stuff? Do you hesitate like, oh, fuck, I got to live in a bus for a month. Like this whole machine starting back up. I'm going to have to be gone a lot. Like, are you just like all in on that? Or or do you feel yourself hesitating with that? I'm asking for selfish reasons. I think, no,
0: it's all good. Um, I mean, I... I'm the type of person that I do a lot of shit outside of the band. And so the band isn't always, especially with the last year where we couldn't, we could do fuck all, like is not at the forefront of my mind all the time. So yes, like when I think about being in a bus for a while, I'm like, uh. but then I think about shows and I think about doing the photo odyssey thing that I do. I think about getting to see friends and getting to travel and like, I love traveling, and I love exploring, and I love taking photos and I love what that does for me. And I'm not the type of person, like this This last year is the most I've ever sat still for a very long time. And I enjoyed it, like I love it here. I love uh, my wife, I love our dog, I love our cat. Like I, and I, we're like remodeling the attic, so I have like more of a, a creative workspace uh, we both do. And uh, you know, it's fantastic here. Like when someone asks me, what I want to do this summer, what I was looking forward to do this summer. I'm like, going back home? I just want to be... I like it here. So yes, I do have that pull, but also like this is the most exciting point of my musical career, hands down. like I've been in this band for 17 years and this is the most important, most exciting time. Without a shadow of a doubt, I am so fucking stoked on our band and every single one of us feels the exact same way. And we... We'll play in more cities than we've ever had. We'll go to Europe for longer. We're going to go to more countries than we ever have. Like, the shackles are off when this chapter of the band. We're going to go fucking everywhere. And we're going to just have fun with it more than we ever have. It's truly, truly, truly a joy to do anything right now with this band.
1: Dude, okay, first of all, I think I'm a weak bitch
0: because... uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, okay because all right i think you do way too many pull-ups to be to be in that category
1: <laughs> but yeah. no dude i'll I'm, i'll <laughs> i'll expound on that here's why i've like i i seriously got goosebumps when you're saying that because i oh, for real thanks. this is the most excited because ryan has an Atreyu tattoo i have an Atreyu tat bro no this is for me it's the most excited really? i've ever been a, no. uh, about story of the year okay i'm in the same boat with you. I can't fucking wait to play shows. I can't wait to go to Japan. I can't wait to fucking get in a goddamn tour bus. I am so fucking ready for all that stuff, but I'm scared to death to be away from my kids for extended periods of time because
0: I've been. I can't ho- even imagine I just have a fucking dog. I can't even <laughs> imagine. Having yeah, yeah, like actual flesh and blood.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, because we've been home so much, my house is like my favorite place in the fucking world. I love my house. I love my oh, yeah. little neighborhood. I love my, I love being a dad so much, but I also love being a band. It's what I'm fucking designed and built to do. And everything you just said, I'm on the same page, but the idea, uh, the idea of leaving for a long time, like fucking scares me.
0: I think, I think we got to remem- remember, remember and Like I just had to go to California for about a month and a half for the release. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, everyone else is based in California. I'm the one the only one that's not. So, I stayed at my sister's house for a month and a half. And yes, it sucked to be away. And yes, I'm, every time I saw my wife post video of my dog, I literally, my heart like twisted and I get so sad. I'm like, I miss her so much. And it's wild. Like like I said, I can't imagine flesh and blood. But all that does, as cheesy as it sounds, is it makes me appreciate this more and being sure. home more. Yeah, And it makes me a better person that time away. And it, may, it, and it increases our relationship. And the things that I learn when I'm out and exploring or especially on tour, meeting new people every night, new cities, finding new places, documenting new things, you know, having new new show experiences. Like we grow so much as humans because of the gift that it is to be a musician that then when we come back, we're a better version of ourselves for our family, for our children. you know, like, you're a better dad because you've traveled so much and experienced so much. You can teach them Ways of the ways of the world that most people that are from your area or mine could never even fucking comprehend, you know?
1: Yeah, I totally totally uh, agree with that and feel that. I feel that's fucking truth for sure, dude. So should okay. we? What? What are you gonna you gonna change the subject? Uh, no, I don't want to change subject. I want to ask kind of a sensitive question, if I may. Always so the, the lineup change is part of the lineup change a reason for. Like part of the reason you're so like reinvigorated and so fucking pumped, it's kind of a new chapter for you. I mean, it's an, it is a new chapter for you guys. Does that factor in? Like it does, yeah, it does. Um, with all the respect to everybody, and no, no, that's
0: that's what I was about to say. Like I have yeah. nothing but respect and love for him, and I truly, from the bottom of my heart, wish him all the fucking success in the world. He's nice. an extremely talented man and artist, and he's 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 gonna do really well for himself. I have no doubt. Um, that being said, yes, I'm fucking stoked. Um, Brandon, um, just like the physical shift in the band with Brandon going up front, he is a fantastic vocalist. He's an incredible front man. He has a lot of charisma. Him and my relationship is very strong. So our dynamic on stage and me stepping up to singing more of the heavy vocals, like every band I was in before a I was the lead singer or one of the main singers and Mm -hmm. the main, you know, lyrics and melody, like one of the, the huge part of it was my life. But when I joined Atreyu, it was like, oh, cool. You have those two singers that are good, really good at what they do. That guy writes most of the lyrics. You have those two guitarists that write really, really fucking good at music. So I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to help out where I can, right? And so over the years, I you know, was like, I would help them write the riffs or help make that stronger or help write lyrics when I needed and then time over time, record after record, I would open up more and become back and more connected to that, like, the, you know, to, like the the muse or like the river or like the, you know, that sort of like river of inspiration that I, that I had had before that, that I'd kind of dammed up when I joined. And so now, like, half of this record was done with Alex. And then that second half was a kind of a combination of, like, remembering who and what I was when I was like an active, very active part of like being in a band, but also not just trying to be who I was, but connecting it to who I am in this state right now and my current artistic self. Right. And so it was so much fun to really tap into that. And we would have days like, like the chorus of Save Us, for instance, like the melody and the lyrics popped into my head during meditation. Right. Right. And so I go in the studio and I show Brandon, who then we show Dan. Brandon grabs a guitar, writes the chorus, and it's just so much fun, right? And that, that was written in the first half. But like, for instance, in the second half, we wrote a song called Catastrophe, which the melody of that chorus was was in, is in my brain as well through meditation, came in that day. We started doing it. We started, like, we had the, the riffs and everything. We started recording it. All the drum tracks were laid down. We're putting down scratch guitars. We do the first verse. We get the chorus in. And we're going to the second verse and it's just like, we're listening along to that riff and we're like, fuck, I'm sitting there above my head. And like I said, Brandon's probably the best songwriter I've ever known. Um, Everyone else is extremely talented as well, but no one was saying anything. I'm like, and then all of a sudden I had like, it wouldn't be melody because I'm yelling, but (laughs) like metering and timing and lyrics just pop in. I'm like, I got something. They're like, cool, go try it. And I'm just like, okay. So I go in, I do that part, one take, and the room's like, that was fucking awesome. Next part. And I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. Like, it (laughs) felt so good to connect to that again. It felt so good to like have that validation of like, wait, I'm actually really fucking good at this. And I've just been respecting it and the dynamics of this band and not trying to be the kind of person that's like, this is my ego, fucking suck my asshole, listen to me yell, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, that's a really funny way to say that. Um, But uh (laughs) So it's like, it's really nice to just have the freedom to do that, have the like, have that creative itch scratched again. And like, when we finished the album, it was that point where you're like, I don't, I don't want to be done. Like, I just wanted to keep writing. Like we could have written three albums in this session. We're all so fucking excited. Like I could go, we could go in tomorrow and do another one when we could fucking handle it. Like. It's just, it's, it's so fun, man. It's really,
2: truly. God, that's dude. That's so awesome here, Adam. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I had a very similar, like, like a third third person reaction to the lineup change as you described here. And I know probably you probably remember me texting you and Brandon about how excited I was about this next phase of your band. Not because I like pre uh, this lineup betray you any less, but it's like, you know, th- this far into your career, shaking stuff up like that can be very fucking exciting. And the way that your music yeah. has changed since you guys first worked with Feldman has, like, really broken the mold of what a you used to be. And it's mm-hmm. exciting because new things equal new ideas and new vibes and new music that's as far evolved from your original sound as you guys are right now. And it's just—it's really cool to hear that it's not just about Brandon com- coming from behind the drums and being fully let out of the fucking cage— but it's also about you expanding and, and becoming a bigger part of the writing process. I, I had no idea that there was that much of it kind of being held back. And that's fucking amazing to hear.
0: Well, it wasn't, I, I want to be clear that it wasn't being held. I agree. It is fucking amazing, but it wasn't being held back because he was like, you can't do anything right, anything right, like that. Like I was just, I was just being respectful to the roles in our band. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's thank you for that text as well. It was nice. It's always nice to hear that from contemporaries um, and people that I respect. But uh, yeah, it is. It is exciting for all of us on every avenue. And our new drummer Kyle is a fantastic human being and a fantastic drummer. Uh, he wasn't on the record; it was Brandon on this one, but he'll be on the next one. Um, and we actually got a preview of this lineup on it, like not knowing what will be at, where we'd be where we're at now in 2019 in the summer. Um, we were about to go to Europe to play like Rock and Ring, Rock and Park, Slam Dunk, a bunch of rad festivals and great headlining shows. And Alex like three days before was like, Hey, I can't, I can't go. We're like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, like my doctor, uh, I have a hernia. I have this problem with the back or something. He needed to have surgery and all these things. And he's like, I can't go. We're like, well, we have, we, it's like 90,000 people in Germany. Like we can't right. not go play in front of a sea of humans in, in any country. And he's like, well, I can't. We're like, okay, well, we got to figure it out. So we're like, what are we going to do? Can we handle it? Just the four of us? Probably not. Like, and it's going to, we need someone up there running around. Like, you guys know the importance of that. Yeah. Especially with our live show. So we're like, Brandon's like, well, let's get Kyle to play drums. Like, He's toured with us. He was our drum tech for years. He's an incredible human being. He's a very talented drummer. And so we're like, fuck it. Okay. So without a practice stateside and one practice (laughs) in York, England, where nine tenths of that was was technical difficulties, we played like maybe four or five songs together. Dude. Before going on stage. And that first song, I think we played Doomsday. You guys were on that festival. You were there. Yeah, Dan sang us. a song. Yeah. I just remembered that. Dan sang yeah. with us. So yeah. you know what it was like. Like that was, once again, all due respect, my favorite tour we've ever had in my entire career.
2: The, you the guys killed it? The feeling between dude.
0: the five of us was, thank you, was so free, was so fun. The dynamic between Brandon and myself, the dynamic on the bus, the dynamic between the five of us was just so fucking awesome. It truly was, you know, and like every show was a joy. Like, I think if you came and saw us and you were like, you know us from our past or with our normal lineup, I should say, you'd be like, oh, it's a shame that, you know, I was not there, but it sounds really good. And if you'd never seen us, you'd be like, they're fucking awesome. So it was, we knew, we knew this worked. And when, when, when the shift happened, um, it wasn't, it wasn't that like Brandon was like, I'm going to sing now. It was, it was honestly my idea or one of our ideas We're like, let's bring in Kyle. have you go up like that worked and that was fun yeah so we had kyle and kyle's like fuck yeah i'm down so there you go dude so all right i'm gonna say this
1: what's cool from the outside looking in you guys have been a band for almost two decades over there's a lot of people out there atreyu is their favorite band you know what i'm saying and i do and it's wild and with yeah and with the lineup change i think it's really easy Especially if you're on fucking social media, reading comments and everything. It's really easy to get sucked down into a fucking shit show of fucking negativity. And everyone's got their two cents they want to put in and blah, blah, blah. Or oh, yeah. you can get, yeah, you can get on that road and it's it's really fucking low. And it's anxiety riddled and it fucking sucks. And ultimately no one's better for it. Or you can get on the high road and just do rad shit with your fucking friends And you could come out of it better than you've ever been and happier than you've ever been. And you're not a dick and you're not disparaging people. You're just getting on with your life. Any way you slice it, the high road is where you want to be. And it's cool seeing like, you know, mostly hearing from my bandmates and stuff and just like, seems like you guys totally chose the high road. And I respect that all day long. Cause talking shit about people, even if you're a hundred percent, right? Like, in the end
0: it doesn't no, make no, you I, feel I don't have place for that in my in my life. No, dude, because I, I never will.
1: No, because it like in There's the no end. There's no benefit
0: to it. There's no benefit it get, to
1: it. Yeah, and it just makes you sick. In the end, it just makes you fucking sick.
0: It it, it hurts you. It hurts like you as much as sick.
1: Yeah, it hurts you as much as anybody else. <laughs> so being on the high road and just like letting people draw their own conclusions and just doing it for the right reasons. I'm doing this because I love my band and I love playing music you got you come out the other side fucking better and happier than you've ever been and that's the route you guys took and i think that's really really something to like celebrate you know
0: i i appreciate that i thank you and like obviously i've seen some people that are like there's i'm not going to name any like specific things that people have said people are shitty and people hide behind the internet and they yeah. think that they have like they think that they have an investment invested stake in this band like like they cuz they bought one record or bought a concert ticket they have a say in this like Fuck you. You don't. Yeah, this is our yeah. band. We've always done it for us. We love you, and we're so fucking grateful of the support of our fans, truly. Like that, I think that should go without saying to people that are listening to this. But like, like, how dare you come in and say all of those things that you've said to me, to to Brandon, to all of us? Like, we <laughs> like like they don't know your personal lives. They don't or know, that's what I'm saying. They or don't they don't, don't. You, don't know, you don't like you okay. literally don't know anything about exactly. anything, people. Have some respect for me. Most of the things that are wrong with you and the reason you're going or that are, the reason you're going to your phone and saying yeah. this shit to me, you should look in the fucking mirror. Because this is yeah. a fucking projection. You're just mad about your life and existence. There's no yeah. reason to do this. There's no you gain no power from saying this and in and, and, and trying to bring someone down. Just go outside and do some pull-ups and hang out with Ryan and have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah,
1: yeah. just yeah, yeah. be
0: nice, people. Like the hurt key to this fucking people. existence is being a nice person and being kind to yourself first and foremost, and then others. Life is easy when you exist as as that. Everything falls in your way. You're happy. You're healthy. You have a great life. You're a kind person. Money finds you. You get everything you fucking want. Stop being an asshole.
1: Yeah, dude. That's uh, a
0: fucking story. That's
1: fucking (laughs) fact. And um, I changed my whole perspective about all that stuff years ago. And I just, you know, um, you realize it fucking hurt people. Hurt other people, miserable yeah. people, people that are sad, and aren't happy with their life. It's like fucking road rage. Like if a dude's like, fuck you and flipping you off and shit, all mad and shit, like you just go there's something else going on. There's something else there. Like that yeah, guy's really sure. not really mad because I didn't use my blinker or whatever, you know, like there's something else there. Um, but yeah, long story, super, super short. It's really cool to see. And um, it can be frustrating because uh, what you said about people in comment doing in the comment section and people like fans and stuff. The thing where it gets hard is where they really think they know and it's like you don't even want to like take you don't even want to get off the high road for one exit to just go, look, you have fucking no idea what you're talking about. You literally no fucking you clue. If you knew, you would never be saying this stuff, but you literally have no clue. But even that lead, like you ultimately just leads you to suffering. Like you just you can't yeah. fucking, you can't get off the high road, you know?
0: No. And I know like, it's like props to Brandon. Cause it's been the hardest for him without a doubt. Cause yeah. so many people were like, Oh, well, Brandon's big fucking ego kicked him out of the band. And that could not even remotely <laughs> be yeah. further from the fucking truth. Like it's so fucking silly. And so he's, he's been through some shit and our, you know, our video warrior was kind of about that. We beat him up. Dude. Sometimes, <laughs> so, sometimes, it's
1: sometimes people just really can't, come to terms with the fact that sometimes shit just doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't that, work out. It, sometimes it just doesn't no. work out. It doesn't matter. The reason it doesn't matter who's at fault. It doesn't, everyone can fucking point fingers all they want, but sometimes it's just healthier for everyone
0: to just yeah. kind of go hey guys, their own way. Now you have two bands to support. Now you have, <laughs> yeah. two, now you yeah. have two projects. Yeah. yeah. He Does still it? exists. He's still going to do great things. Our back catalog still exists and yeah. we're still creating awesome stuff. Yeah. Like, baptize is the best record we've ever we've ever made by far hands down in my opinion mm-hmm. it's in a lot of people's opinion you know so it's yep. great
2: dude it's fucking great i'm so stoked for you guys i appreciate yep. that that wasn't me hey, fishing for compliments but i appreciate but, that um,
0: <laughs> it, is, it is right <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> right, really it's, right guys it's
2: really fucking good uh, thanks guys <laughs> um real quick let's talk about uh, a couple things in the making of that so you did it with john feldman again we did who you worked with first on lead sales. Correct. You did a lot of writing, co-writing with other people and that kind of like in the studio creative environment, which we talked to Brandon a bunch about. Yeah, we did
0: that for the first time.
2: Yeah. We talked to Brandon last time when he was, uh, he was on this podcast.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, are you, is there a question or you may just talk about that? I was,
2: I was just going to ask you how that <laughs> experience was for you. I mean, you, you talked a little bit about, um, just, you know, being in the moment and kind of jumping in and, and bringing something to the table maybe that was like um new for you in your role like overall how was it
0: i love working with Feldman. i think the first record we did led sales like the heaviest bands he had worked with at the time were like you guys are the used probably and i think at that time especially we were heavier than you guys um
2: yeah
0: i, th- I think so like technically whatever um we had we had, we we had more screaming maybe you know
2: yeah i remember asking him like so how is it Are they like a, a pop band now He's like No it's a fucking metal album
0: Yeah I couldn't believe When I heard yeah. it I was like Feldman <laughs> let them do All that stuff It's like dude. Yeah, that, like, so, so that was that, that first record with him Was like When we bring that up Is He was like I'm this fucking pop guy I'm a fucking I was in Goldfinger I'm in Goldfinger He's so fucking talented At what he does And we're like We're a bunch of dumb Hardcore metal kids And it like it, We butted heads a lot and I think I think we left that album being like, this is a good album. I think, you know, we won some battles. We lost some battles. Um, and I don't think right away we would have worked with him again if you'd have asked me then. And you didn't. We chose to work with him again. At NR- we didn't, yeah. And we worked with someone else, and that was a whole other conversation. I genuinely don't want to talk about it. It was horrible. <laughs> um, and then, you know, when we came back, we worked with Fred Archambault, <laughs> who's fucking fantastic. And we were getting ready for In Our Wake. We were like, let's go with Feldman again. Let's try it. And we're all like, "Fuck yeah!" And Feldman, and okay. So I was bringing it up before he hadn't really worked with any really heavy at that time. So I think it was a shock for him as well, um, as well as us to write with someone who was actually involved in the engineering and writing process. Like we'd never had that before either. And so on in our wake, his style had grown as ours ours did, and you know we had both all grown in what we do. And he his style was more of a like. The song is king. The message of your song is the most important thing. Obviously, the hook and the chorus, which we are always been fairly, fairly good at. Thank you, Brandon. We're we're all good at melody. And, like, he is a master of connecting to the artist that you are at that moment in that studio with him in that day. And I do really, really fucking well in an environment that, like, what do you got today? You know? that's That record, In Our Wake, made me, like made me a better musician because I didn't know that could exist. I thought you had to sit in, you with, in your room and write a riff for hours and hours and record it on your iPhone and be like, hey, guys, do you like this? And I, I hated it. But, like, you know, the first time it, it, I, I felt open on that, in the NRAWake in uh, recording uh, session was, like, maybe six songs in. We go in there and he's like, what do you got today? And it's just crickets. And it's never crickets. And I was like, I got something. And the whole fucking class turns to you and you wet your pants. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I want to write a song about how every single day we have the choice to be a good human being and uplift and inspire and be beneficial to ourselves and our community. Or we can be a shit hit. And all, how those choices reflect not only in our own life, but in our families, and our friends, our communities, our states, our countries, et cetera, et cetera. And, and how that echoes out. And so we did. We wrote, the, we wrote the In Our Wake song. Then that kind of echoed out to be the theme of the whole entire record. Um, and that just like that freedom that John Feldman gave me changed our band in a good way. Gave us, I should say. So it was a no-brainer to work with him again within our, uh, excuse me, with Baptize. And the, when we were starting to like, we're going to go with Feldman, Feldman has the idea that we should, we should write with some other people. I'm like, cross my arms. I'm like, no. I'm not into that. Yeah, like, I'm a fuck. I'm not a hardcore kid, but I have that mentality sometimes. And like, we should do it. We can do it all ourselves. Fuck bringing other people in. Why would we do that? And Brandon's like, I don't know, man. You guys, like, I wasn't the only person, but like, he's like, we should think about it. Like, I do co writes with people all the time. It's really fun. It's pretty normal. And Feldman's like, it's pretty awesome. I have some good people lined up, and I'm like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And over time, I'm like, I'm a very open minded human being. Why would I be close minded to that? Sure, let's yeah. fucking try it. I'm like, but I'm like, I have fucking, if I hate it, I'm going to smash this. Like, I don't want to do it. Uh, First session was awesome. It's so much fun. It's like, it's just bringing someone in the room with you that has a little bit of a different perspective on existence. And like, they're not coming in to like, give you a full recorded song. And they're like, here, play this. This is now you. They're just there to like, help you think about this melody change or this little thing, or maybe push this lyric here like there's the song save us for instance we wrote with um grandson and his writing partner which i think is kevin i feel so bad i can never fully remember if that's 100% it and he was grandson so and kevin but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> grandson is jordan that's his name um and so like for instance like the metering in the first verse it's like da 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 do you love that
2: you yeah it's a good like, one
0: head <laughs> hand <in> hand <laughs> laughing right
1: now no i was just thinking about if uh when i get a new dog, I'm going to name it Grandson. Sorry, go ahead. I have a
2: new dog named Grandma, so. Oh, do you? Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Sorry, keep was, going. Sorry, was sorry. Was sorry. Well, naming, it, naming him, uh, like my sister has a dog named Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work, so you yell at him Jason. like, Carl. Um, anyways, so uh, we had like the metering of that, the first verse is like, we had it as like four like separate parts. And in between the two, he's like, why don't you do like a, tell me, are you tired of a uh, He has this really hip hop way of going. And we just never would have thought of doing that. And it makes that first verse so much cooler. And he has like a way Mm -hmm. to like sing in the bridge. Like he's like, try something like a da 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 da. And we're like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Like it just helps you see outside a little bit. It helps you expand and it helps you be a better version of of yourself in that same room. We wrote three songs with Mark fucking Hoppas. He's such a good human being and very talented, but he never once was like, here, do this guys. You know what I mean? They're very smart and they're very like the people we worked with at least maybe that was Feldman's doing, he knew our style and brought in those kind of people, but it just, it, it helps you connect to something that is still you, but see it in a different light. Like, you know, talking to a therapist or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't don't know if I draw that
2: parallel, but. It seems like to me, rather than, you know, a song being handed over like in a maybe like traditional pop, way it seems more like exactly what it is collaboration like just everyone loves to play music everyone loves to write music to hang out with new people and do that some more and feel i mean it's kind of what we started talking about
0: with twitch about like it's the same idea you know it seems like
2: fucking awesome to me
0: it really was man and i highly suggest it and i think like once i realized how many of our contemporaries do that i'm like oh it's not as unheard of as i thought okay fuck it let's try it and it's so it, weird. I, I what, wouldn't mind doing it all the time,
1: you know? One of the cool things about both of our bands being, having such longevity is, dude, it puts in crystal clear perspective, like our dumb egos back in the day. Because like our first record, Feldman, I was just like, what? call it ego, call it insecurity, blah, blah, blah. Everything he said, I was like, no, it's not cool. Like, I was just like, I wanted everything. We talked about this. I've talked about this at length. I wanted everything to sound like fucking jaw or bands I thought were cool at that time. I was scared of sounding like a fucking wuss. Uh, yeah, I know so the it's, feeling. Yeah, so it's like there's this heavy guitar riff, and he's like, "Nah, that sounds stupid." And I'm just like, "No, no, you're stupid. You don't know. You don't know what's cool, you know." <laughs> yeah. And but now you look back at it and you're like, "God damn!" Like he was so right about all that stuff, and I'm so glad that um i'm so glad that he won those battles and not me because i was a fucking moron basically you know
0: but i mean if you think about it if you were anyone different in that room it wouldn't have changed turned out the way it did and that was a fucking excellent record so don't shoot yeah, sure. yourself up too much know,
1: but here's where i'm well here <laughs> yeah, yeah here's where i'm going with that now i have no ego with any of this shit i just want to have a career as a musician and hang out with my fucking best friends So now it's the opposite where before it was like, I love Snapcase and Boy Sets Fire and and fucking this shit. So I didn't like the idea of someone coming in telling me to change my guitar wrist. I was like, that's not what fucking punk rock. That's not what fucking propaganda would do. They would never do that shit. It's the
0: exact same thing in our band. Yeah. So
1: now, so now, you know, uh, 18 years later, however many years it is later, we're getting ready to start pre-production on our new record with a certain producer. And I literally, Cannot fucking wait for the dude to go change that. Change that. This could be better. That could be better. Let's rewrite a new chorus. Let's fucking redo this. I hope the dude joins the band and rips apart fucking everything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's it's an interesting how that works when you're fucking 20 years old. Everything is so precious. It's your baby. This guy's like fucking with your heart and soul. To now, like you guys are working with songwriters. We're... I can't wait for a dude to change everything. <laughs> I like want it yeah. to happen. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that, I, I yeah. don't know. That's just, it's interesting when you kind of let go of ego and you just grow and you have perspective and you do this long yeah, enough. I mean, it's just I think like, that's
0: just, that's what we should do in life as a whole, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause that's what, it's that's still, what people on the red team or blue team should do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's still <laughs> it's, like, it's literally the lesson to it all.
1: Yeah. It's still the music that like I've written. It's still my shit. It's just a dude saying, Hey, It's still my book. It's it's like why book writers have editors. It's why movie, movie, like, you know what I'm saying? It's still my heart and soul, but it's someone just like making it better. And I can't fucking wait for that. And there's also,
2: it's also so much easier, like you said, after this many years with perspective and so on, it's, it's not only just the wisdom of getting older, more experiences. It's also like the quantity of things that we've all created. We've Mm -hmm. done enough to go okay, people know who we are. We, we try, we at least try to prove who we are and we, we're now here as these people. So it's not like the first or only thing that someone's going to hear is potentially from someone other than us, the four or five of us. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, you've, you've heard us just be us. Now we're doing this too. And this is fucking fun. And here's some more. And this is not the end of us. So
1: yeah. And a big deal, a big, uh, a huge deal to me. And I think it's why we picked this certain producer I don't like someone saying, Hey, we're going to change this because radio programmers are going to like that better. This is more, this is more what's going on right now. This is more in style right now. Hey, we're going to change this because you know, all, I could keep going on all these reasons I think are fucking terrible to make an artistic decision. But when it's just like simply like, Hey, I think this will have more of an emotional impact on somebody. I think this will just hit yeah. harder. Yep. that's the right reasons for like, that's the right producer or the right songwriter. That's going to make decisions based on those metrics or whatever. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's the shit I can't 100%. wait for. That's what I can't if, wait for. As an you know? artist,
0: as an artist, when you connect to that place of honesty and just like, like I said, a reflection of who you are, mm-hmm. that's what makes people listen. Cause they can hear that in the album. In the song. That's what I'm saying. They can that's hear what I'm saying. that honesty. They can hear that um, energy however you want to phrase it. You know, like mm-hmm. you, it is, it is real and it's apparent, and that's what people get. May, will listen to your band for. Not for like, oh, we should use auto-tune in the verse because that's cool right now or whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, you yeah. Know? No, that's, that's it right there. You just said it. And my, it's like my reason for fucking existing or my kids and making shit. And like it, it, I cannot overstate how much of a – how personal writing music is to me and how much I love it and I feel like it's such a part of my identity um, yeah. I, I could couldn't watch somebody just rip it apart just based on what a radio programmer would want to hear or some fucking stupid lame reason, but people that are doing it just like you said. Yeah.
0: That is that is literally why I'm not why I am in a Trai. You is that exact same feeling. Yeah. I was in a band before a try You and they shifted around to the bands without asking me and they kicked out a person and they wanted to cut up the songs that we had already written to make them three minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, and I was like, I cannot do this. I literally no. just dropped out of college to be a part of this. I cannot do this. Yeah, And then four days later, a tree asked me to play. And when I said, I hate music anyways, who fucking cares? But uh-huh. so I, I know that feeling and I know that like, like, and I don't think, I, I know none of that was sacrificed in writing these songs, you know?
1: That's awesome. That's and a victory. And it was interesting,
0: like, like, like uh, there's a song we have on the album called Untouchable and I hated it. Not hated, that's too strong. I strongly disliked it. And it just needed something. It was missing something. And then we got Jacoby from Papa Roach to sing on that. And I was like, oh my God, that's fucking it. Like that would have been the song rather <laughs> than like, we are sacrificing our ideals or whatever. <laughs> like this should not make the album. I'm yeah. not that person. But uh, it's just so interesting how collaboration to bring it back, that's my intention there, makes that better. and makes that real. And he added such a layer of like, what I just said with that honesty. Like, yeah. He just has this feeling in this presence and he connected to that and he brought that to our song and it made it so fun. It's like, that's great. Yeah, it's, it is man. It is.
2: That's great. Dude. Same with Matt
0: Hafey for oblivion. Fucking a, Fuckin yo. A.
2: Um, so you in the past on at least a couple albums, right? Directed, um, music videos. Did you direct anything
0: so far on this one? Um, have I on this one? No. So with the lineup shift, I had to hire out for that just because right. was I had so much to focus on with like being this new role in the band and giving all of my time as much as I could give to that. Um, so I hired and, um, someone named Jacob Boyles to do all of the artwork and we hired his team oh, to do wow. the first, the first three videos as well. Yeah. So like, I was there, I art directed, you know, Brandon always helps a little bit with this stuff too. So I art directed him and told him what to do. And we went back and forth every day and same with like, with like the music videos, you know, like we told them what we wanted and we directed it and like helped shape it and that sort of stuff. But as far as like how I did on long live where like I wrote and directed everything, no, I, didn't, right. I didn't go that deep again. I will yeah. again in the future cause I do love it, but uh, I just couldn't, I couldn't, sp- I would just spread myself too thin. Yeah. That is awesome that you can,
2: like, not have an ego about that, even though you, you have, you, you probably feel so much like um, fulfillment and ownership of the art side of your band. I don't like
0: saying no, and I don't like yeah. uh, turning things down. And I do like having artistic control over the band, not from a place of, like, I must do it. It's just that I usually know what's best, and I'm going right, to make right. awesome shit. And it's going to fit yeah. my very strict parameters or whatever the fuck the word is for it to be the best thing it could be for us. But I had to let that go. You know, yeah. and that's something genuinely that I've learned in the last year of like, I have to say no to people or I can't be a good husband, uh, dog father, um, you know, band member. Do like if I take on too many projects, none of those projects are gonna be good and I'm gonna be useful. Yeah. yeah. So uh I had to do the same thing with the band, you know? I had to choose and I did.
2: You chose wisely. Wisely. Great. The shit I looks agree. really good though. I I didn't I didn't look at it and think, oh, that's way different. That's not Porter shit. It's still, I mean, I guess that comes through the idea that you are directed and you, you ultimately like had final cut on, on all of it. It, it looks very yeah. attray you, but it also looks very fresh and new.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I agree. I'm happy with it. It's good shit. And I look forward to doing more in the future though. And the album's fucking great again. Thank you. I, I want to play some shows <laughs>
1: with you guys in the future, some
0: festivals and stuff, um, man. I mean, we have the same management, so be <laughs> we if yeah. we didn't tour together. Yeah. Yeah. I can't fucking so. wait. If y'all didn't know that, we're both, we're both in the same managers now. They, you guys joined with him, what, year back, year ago? Was something like that? Uh, like that more? Yeah, something, ish.
1: Something, yeah. something, something, you know, yeah. just I'm stating the ultimate obvious, but you know, we haven't just because of the pandemic, we haven't had a chance to do a whole lot with them yet. Um, we did some live streams and stuff and we, we basically just been laying the pieces of the puzzle out, you know, getting ducks in a row, just yeah. kind of preparing for what we're about to do right now,
0: you know? I look forward to it, and I—that's—I'm genuinely excited that y'all are doing new stuff because I know how much you care, and I am curious to who that producer is. So, Adam, please text me after this.
2: And, uh, <laughs> we'll tell you after I'm we really hit good. the red
0: button. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, I'm—I'm I'm excited for y'all's future as well. I—I I do genuinely like your band.
1: Thanks, man. The feel- Same, dude. The feelings mutual, and I really do think this is like a really, really special time. And for both of our bands, and I, I think agreed. I think shit's about to be really great. You know, agreed. agreed. Not just yeah. not just because the post pandemic stuff. I just mean in general. Like this is just a, I, 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 I even through this TV screen I can see you're like even the way your body moves when you talk about your band. Like I think <laughs> it's very um, apparent that you're really really stoked and passionate about it in kind of a an elevated way. And we're I love in the yeah, we're in the exact same position. Like, I, the excitement is off the fucking charts with this new phase. You know,
0: I do. I'm excited to to hear the results of that.
2: Yeah. Tight.
0: Well, let's uh, let's wrap up and tell these
2: people where they can find your band and you on social media and Twitch and all that good shit.
0: Um, Atreyu Music is our Twitch channel. Atreyu Official for everything else. AtreyuOfficial dot um, for all the tour dates and such. I'm Porter McKnight on every platform. Twitch, Instagram. I don't ever post on Twitter. It's usually just Instagram and Twitch. So yeah, come hang out. Dope. I'm nice and stuff.
2: <laughs> go uh, <laughs> go listen to those dudes if you haven't. If, uh, if you're a fan of our band and you aren't a fan of Atreyu, What's from wrong what, with you? From what I see on our Discord, that's weird. I, I think there's like not much of a Venn diagram. It's kind of just like a lumpy circle, like our two <laughs> fan bases.
0: Maybe it wouldn't be good to tour together because we wouldn't get any fans from different markets.
2: We'd have six <laughs> additional people in each city. You just named our new album, <laughs> yeah, dude. We're exactly. Lumpy circle. <laughs> we
0: would do really well in the St. Louis area, and we would also do really well in Southern California. And that's it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we would crush. <laughs> Word Uh, Well dude Thanks for being here Everybody check out that new album It's called Baptize It's available where music is available Um, If you want to follow our band It's all at Story of the Year Everywhere My social media handles are all At Porter's Shiny Beard Slash MySpace Ryan (laughs) I'm just at Ryan Phillips Wait I am Ryan Phillips Cool (laughs) Okay Love you dude Thanks for being on the show
0: Thanks for having me on here guys
2: Thanks dude
0: Y'all too